Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 104. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Off-Road Hoodie Andy. Yeah, thanks for having me on this special day, on this special episode. It is a special episode. Yeah, we're, we're, we are down a regular, but we don't, have, we, don't, we don't need them. We don't have Tony the Pony Cats, but we do have a very special guest on this happy hour pod, Brittany Ray... <laughs> What? Miller. Did you want your whole name in there? Because it's guess out I now. I had no choice. <laughs> Brit Fit, why should you care.org, animal lover, mm-hmm. wildlife wildling. Oh, preach. And uh, a wildlife conservation lady. <laughs> a that, lady. And she does all sorts of things. She's a great woman. Uh, Brittany, welcome. Thank you, Sean. That was one of the best intros i think i've yeah. ever had and andy I, I think if he was uh auditioning for like a sports um yep. announcer guy not enough energy i would have liked to see a little more should we try it again no no we're fine no okay. <laughs> but i think they got it i could do yeah. one more <laughs> we're good but, but thank you yeah happy i worked all day on that as you could as you I can could imagine tell. yeah he uh, had his note cards out like, mm-hmm. gotta get them all in there so yeah, we uh we actually don't have Tony like we said he is uh, attending the Ducks game, so hopefully he's uh sending some snaps or Instagrams to the uh, Tonys.take so you guys can uh act like you're there. But <laughs> while we're here, we're going to talk about some good stuff including Africa, wild animals, uh marathons, walkathons. Oh, you yeah. name it. Personal training, the whole deal. We're going to get all into it. Britt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, you got a lot of the gist of it just by that little intro, but (laughs) to get a little bit more specific, yeah, like you said, Sean, I'm a personal trainer, a boot camp instructor, a certified fitness nutritionist, and I also have my master's in conservation biology with an undergraduate degree in environmental science and policy. So I've, long story short, went to grad school created my own conservation research project from what I gathered in my thesis and in my studies, turned it into what is now Why Should You Care? You can find that at whyshouldyoucare.org. And I'm using my passion, my love for fitness, writing, outreach, education, and all that good stuff to raise money for local conservation efforts and to kind of just roll with it right now and see how things go and when they come to me and basically just bring all that I am and all that I can offer together to help wildlife. Wonderful. Yeah. So you actually, one of these uh, uh, rare millennials went out, got the education, <laughs> and then did their own thing. Just yeah, figured out how to apply that yourself, rather than be like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. I mean, for me, I always knew I wanted to work in conservation, like to do something with it. I just didn't know what. And then when I was in grad school, I was reading all these research papers. And at the end of these research papers, these scientists would say, we've got all this awesome information and we're so excited about it, but we don't know how to get people to care. So why the hell are we doing this, essentially? And I was like, you know what? I couldn't agree with that more. Like, I, I feel yeah, I've been in there in certain situations. So kind of struck out to make this project my own. I spent a lot of time doing research on it. Like you said, Sean, went to Africa, did some research with the Cheetah Outreach out there on methods to help people care about what they're doing. And... Yeah, so is it paying me right now? Not necessarily, but is it something that I'm passionate about and I believe in? 
a hundred percent. So yeah. And Africa, I definitely want to touch on that for a moment. How long were you there? How long ago were you there? Let's see. I Gosh, I can't believe it's been about two years, I think, since I was there. And I was there for about a month. And I fundraised myself entirely to get there. I um, bought a shirt. You did. Thank you, Sean. Mm-hmm. Andy, I know you would have if we were friends then. Yeah. Dang it, Andy. But that's okay. Yeah. I excuse you. We can fix that later. Andy, you may leave. She <laughs> excused you. Um... Yeah, so I fundraised myself there entirely. I did a ton of fundraiser boot camps. I did a ton of outreach, uh, word of mouth, GoFundMe, got some t-shirts made that were super cool, sold those, and came up with the money, got my project approved approved by the Cheetah Outreach, and then went there and basically spent um, almost a month there in South Africa, just outside of Cape Town, um, in a little town called Somerset. Which, by the way, South Africa has amazing wines. You would appreciate that, Sean. We're drinking wine right now. I didn't know if you guys knew that. But I've I've heard amazing about their, uh, their wines down there. Stellenbosch? I, mm. Stellenbosch? Mm-hmm. I don't believe I've ever tried a wine from South Africa. Typically, I'm a Monterey, uh, uh, like... Paso Robles yeah. and uh, Napa kind of guy. Okay. Yeah, support our local economy. Yeah, local stuff. <laughs> well, you would have liked these. I'll, next time I go, I'll bring you back. I got, next I got time goals. You go. I'm going soon. Within the next five years, I'll be back. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the right climate for grapes. It is. It's, it's very beautiful out there. And I hear uh, cheetah droppings is great for oh, fertilizer. Fertilizing. I, <laughs> I don't know about that. I haven't studied that. But well, yeah. There's your next trip. <laughs> there we go. Now, the cheetah outreach is really cool. They, um, they have what they call ambassador cheetahs that they do a lot of educational work with. And then also one of the big things going on in Africa right now, there's this thing um, basically with livestock owners. So they're having issues with different species, for lack of better words, hunting or coming near to their livestock. And in Africa, their livestock is it's their income, it's their finances, it's everything. So you don't want to mess with a farmer's livestock, whether a human or animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I could go into depth about it, but basically they're kind of perceiving cheetahs or other large predators as attacking their livestock and thus causing them losses in money. So what the Cheetah Outreach is doing, they've uh, got this specific breed of dog. It's an Anatolian Turkish um, dog, and these are these massive dogs that basically they train and they put on farms to deter the cheetahs and other animals from coming near. Um, And actually, scientifically, it's not even the cheetahs that are generally the ones hunting um the livestock for lack of better words it's other species but these dogs are very protective of their herds and so they're placing them on um farms in africa basically as an incentive yeah as an incentive pulled up a photo it's a big dog (laughs) they're huge as an incentive to the farmers to not kill cheetahs or other animals for that matter so they got the dogs this dog can actually challenge a cheetah um, yeah, the thing is, I mean, a cheetah would outrun it, no off, problem, yeah. but it's, it's scary. And cheetahs are actually the most shy of all big cats. And they're, um, all cats are going to be shy in some way, right? They're a cat at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised. Tell me, tell that to the lion you come He's up next like to. He's got direction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said some cats. Some cats. Um, but no, cheetahs can actually see uninhibited three miles um, in any direction. So that's why they like to get up kind of on mounds. How do we Africa? mimic that ourselves and put that into our biology? I don't think we can because I'm far sighted and I wear contacts. So I'm Brett, never say never. Because okay? <laughs> I'm starting my own organization. Why we should see. Why we should yeah. see three miles. I think you're just talking about like DNA splicing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Never ends well. Have you not seen a movie from the 1990s? Yeah. 
Well, oh, maybe zombies. I have. That's the problem. Cheetahs will be the last of people's worries at that point. Yeah. So, not that they should be right now, in my opinion, but. Uh, so did you, while you were there, obviously mm-hmm. you worked with a lot of cheetahs. I did. Did you have a favorite, like one that actually really took to you, or like you would throw the ball back? There to? was two cubs there. Their yeah. names were Tobias and Kitu. Tobias and... Harris. Is <laughs> he there? And they were amazing and precious and so sweet and they loved to play with palm fronds so if you kind of got big the palm trees had fallen they were like cats essentially playing with string but big palm fronds that's the funniest thing Um, about them no they're big 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 ass cats they are and they purr i don't know if you knew that i didn't they're one of the only even better no they do and it's (laughs) so loud and it's amazing and um the cheetah outreach does a really good job of What's also important to me is enrichment for animals in captivity, for lack of better words. And basically, that means giving them their most opportunity to enact natural behaviors that they would in the wild so they don't get bored or mentally, you know, unstimulated, that type of thing. So they do a really good job of rotating them within enclosures and just keeping their lives fresh there. And um, they do a lot. I I gave a a tour one time to over 200 local kids from the townships there. And the townships are the really, really poor areas. And these kids came to the cheetah outreach. They They had never seen a cheetah. And they live, wow. I mean, not far from yeah, like them. Five so miles from it was life. crazy, you know, but it was really cool to be a part of that. And I got a lot of good research done and helped them a lot. So, so my mind wanders while people talk a lot. I know. And, um, that's one of my faults. And no, it's good. My... Cause then you get creative. Yeah. So What's on I your was... mind, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, a cat, a regular house cat. They do that move where you're lying down on the couch eating Fritos and they come up next to you and start like massaging you. And yeah, then the they start getting thing. a little too aggressive and they're th- throwing their claw <laughs> into you. Jasper does that. Would you imagine – Jasper's a cat, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Would you imagine you if you're sitting there in Africa and this cheetah is doing that and then all of a sudden you're just missing your liver or something because you started <laughs> clawing, massaging you? Yeah, I can't imagine that. Would, a cat, would one of those cats do that? I know they don't. Do I mean, that? not not at this place. And like I said, she are they they're... declawed? No, they're not declawed. Okay. No, they're, they're, then they could. They're all natural. <laughs> yeah, I think they need them. They're gonna be back out in the wild, I imagine, right? Um, do they? We'll these ones get let go? These ones do not, because yeah, they've I been think in so. captivity because and they've been around out there. Right. You're in captivity. You you get used to that lobster exactly. getting thrown at you. Every I want to say lobster, but <laughs> definitely, definitely no lobsters in Africa. Oh, okay. there are lobsters. We went great white shark diving while we yeah, were there. Yeah, you opened up a book. Yeah. I got so seasick. Oh my god! Attacked by a wave. It was gnarly. And a lobster. And a lobster came out of nowhere. Yeah. Smacked the size me in of the, the fiat, face. Andy. Um. What uh? So where all have you gone to work with animals? I know you've gone to like wolf sanctuaries. I have. Colorado. Yeah. Cal- I... California as well. Wolf sanctuaries. Um. Let's see. I've been here? to ones before. There's wolves. But I, Colorado, we took a road trip up there. Um, it was Which like a 48 hour. Oh my God. It was amazing. But I got really <laughs> funny story. We got there and I wasn't really feeling that well. And this elevation was insane. And this were place you, was. Would you say you were hungry like the wolf? I was hungry like the wolf. Yes. <laughs> it was in West Cliff, Colorado. So it's in the middle of nowhere. And um, we get there. Meet everyone, check out the place, get ready for bed because we're going to go do some research the next day, whatever. And full on, 
fever that night, like Ooh. high fever in the middle of nowhere. And if you know me, I, I, I tend to get some panic attacks sometimes. So I was convinced I was going to die like up in Westcliff, Colorado. Was a helicopter sent for you? No, <laughs> thank God mom and dad didn't know about this one. Okay. Um, no, but yeah, I've, I've done some work there in Colorado. Um, I've done some basically, I don't know if you want to call it collaborating, but some stuff in Thailand with the elephant sanctuary. Um, and I do a lot of online stuff. And right now I'm working with the wildlife way station in LA. Um, met them through a couple different actors I met on some photo shoots. They referred me to them, got in touch with them. And now we're submitting this huge project proposal that I don't want to talk too much about because I don't want to jinx it. But basically it could be like a really big, amazing thing. Um, the biggest project I've ever done. And I've got a lot of collaboration going into it with uh, the Progression Foundation and some other people. So cross your fingers and stay tuned for that because I'm going to need everyone's support if that happens. Best of luck on that. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll get it and you'll do great at it. Well, thank you. Um, speaking of Thailand, though, which you had brought up, <laughs> how was that? I, I, uh, I recently saw, I don't remember, some one of those like Earth Instagram things. Mm -hmm. Of like a whole bunch of just you know tourist people like riding elephants and like don't ride yeah, elephants. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's awful. No, no, they no, no. Are horrible to these yeah. things. Um, we want to avoid riding the wild animals. <laughs> I I will admit I've ridden an elephant when I was probably ten. I will admit you know, I did I too think at, at Irvine fair. Park or something. I did the one at the OC fair, fair yeah. when I was like eight. Mine with was my mom. Not at the fair. It was at a park. Why that, was there an elephant at the, the Irvine zoo, Park? Maybe the zoo. The zoo. That makes more sense. It was at the zoo. <laughs> that, that zoo there is tiny. <laughs> it wasn't that one. I think maybe okay. this was Santa Ana Zoo. I don't they know. They might have had that. that. Maybe. I don't know. It was a zoo. But I don't know where it was. But I rode an elephant, and I kind of felt bad about yeah. it for a second. But, I was like, but that's good that you, you had that feeling. zoo in California. Like, this thing was probably sitting in an air-conditioned room watching, like, Maury, like, oh, an hour before. I don't know about that. An hour before that. Like, no, I actually. Eating Funyuns. No, I made sure I went to a sanctuary that was no ride. And um, it was amazing. Some of these elephants, they had these. First of all. They weren't caged for what we would think caged. They had they tons, the elephant. tons of land to uh, roam on. I like on. that band. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but it was really crazy. Some of them had been abused. Some of them they use in the logging industry. So What do you mean? To like knock down logs? No, to like carry logs. No, put it in their trunk. And then um, they... Really? Not their trunk. They'll like attach. Do they not have Jeeps? <laughs> Jeeps? Well, I don't know. to use the elephants. But, they've... but no. you can move like three at a time. Oh, goodness. I'm just saying, these people are not industrious. You don't have to pay the elephants. You have to buy it, though, or steal it. Okay, you guys. Yeah. So they pull <laughs> these logs, as I was saying, and some of them have stepped on landmines that they didn't what? even know were there. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. No, seriously. It's amazing. We live in 2019, but half of the world still does not. Well, they probably do, just they not in the They stepped on a landmine. <laughs> Unless we're time traveling somehow. You realize there was a thing called World War II where... How long ago was that, Andy? Yeah, and there's still mines out yeah. there. That's... Normandy. I just don't get it. They don't have a crew that were misfits. Just landmine. Like... Just go pick up the landmines. No, no, but gosh. They didn't mark where they all were. Well, you definitely yeah. want to make sure if you're going to these sanctuaries that you're doing your research because they should be treating their animals right. And um, if you have to feel bad about anything you see going on, you might want to investigate a little bit. Now, I remember this is a few years ago now. We've known Brittany quite a while. But uh, going going back to the uh, writing days of the pod, I came across – oh, I don't remember what they're called anymore, but they have a bunch of lions. They have panthers and stuff. They're somewhere in Mexico. 
Oh goodness, and I know what you're talking about. What it's they, terrible. What they do is uh, don't get me started. They just rescue circus animals, and uh, I sent this to you because I mm. wanted to write an article about it, saying like how cool it looked. But I wanted to make sure there was no uh, foul play being, oh, being done. You said Mexico. <laughs> it's going to be foul play. Oh, Andy. And, uh, you know, Brittany signed off on it. She said it was legit. And, uh, like, she couldn't find anything bad about him. How long ago is this? Because this might have been a little naive, Brittany. This is probably two, maybe three years ago. I I'll, do remember you sending that. Let me look up what they were called because that's going to bug me. I honestly don't even follow them anymore. I follow the, the owner of the thing. And his name is very similar to Boko Haram. That's the only reason I remember it. But it's obviously not uh, African Islam or ISIS, rather. (laughs) Uh, B-O-F-O. The thing you want to make sure is, number one, where are they getting their animals from? Number two, are they sedating them in any way so that the public can kind of hang out with them? And number three, what are they doing with them when they get too big? Because a lot of these places will sell them. They're not like pups. They have pups. Okay. But they have like full size. They have this one line they always show. Uh, Kiara, I think, is her name, and mm-hmm. like she just tackles the same guy and like pretend nibbles on like it's his. It's not wrist. black jaguar, white. That's it, it. It's black jaguar, oh. white tiger. Oh, is it? Yeah, um, no, that that's six point nine million. Yes, yes, yes. On this. this guy is incredible. I know exactly. Yes. And this is just some of the craziest stuff. So like right here, it's Luciano versus the evil snake, and it's a puppy. Or a dog, and they're just this tiger's just yeah. rolling around chewing on a lawn hose. This guy's he goes in rogue sometimes with his team to different places, and will just rescue animals from See? terrible living situations. She yeah. did her digging. Yeah. Come um, here and take Bowser. Yeah. Yep. Lead a He's coming for Bowser. Um. No, there are there are some good. There's definitely some good, but you got to be careful of the bad. Well, there's some of those private zoos that are. Yeah. Pretty bad. I'll never forget. I was in Ensenada. Oh my gosh, I don't know. A couple of years ago, I went on one of those. Dumb booze cruises with They're my... I don't dumb. know how we did that. They're my family great. went. I didn't enjoy what? it. Anyway, we got off at this port, and I'll never forget, there was this cub lion in this restaurant, and they were keeping him in, in a closet, literally, and it broke my heart. I wanted to just you should have attack stole everyone there. <laughs> no, and it was so sad, and these people, what they'll do, they kind of let the people take pictures with them to make money, Yeah, and then... Like I was saying, sometimes when they when they get too big and they can't have them anymore, they'll sell them to what is called canned hunting, and so people pay to hunt yeah. these oh, animals. Oh, dentists come down and just yeah, well, I can't <laughs> you heard I about can't that, dude. get around with that my wife anymore. So yeah, exactly. So it's you gotta you just gotta be careful. And America, North America, unfortunately, doesn't have a lot of laws at all regarding um, animal welfare. We have the Animal um, Welfare Act, but that's about it, and that was made in gosh early early 70s and, and that that's insane because if you think about it this way nine out of ten people and andy's probably the one person that would say <laughs> no care more about seeing like an animal die in a movie than a person i'd agree with that yeah oh it's absolutely the case because everyone assumes an animal is good they obviously haven't met bowser <laughs> but it's very easy to understand a lot of people aren't good and you can justify it in your head your own way whatever but that and the animals just have no say. I think that's exactly. the bigger thing. People, people like pets. That's a, it's a difference though. What you don't like lions? Well, I'm I'm saying that. But I'm in, saying... in America, people love hunting too. Yes, for, this for is fun. I know, and I there's can't people stand who that. Uh, hang up their first kill in their living room. You know? I know it's yeah. called the North American model for conservation. I I've get, learned all about it. I get hunting if you're gonna eat whatever you're killing. I've had deer before, and mm-hmm. it's delicious. 
And thank I mean, you for sharing. I can. You're <laughs> welcome. Getting I didn't offer you a plate <laughs> of it or anything. Uh, but like, I don't no, think I people that. eat lions, right? Um, no, I mean, at least that I know. Have people, people do tried? a lot of weird things. Well, I think pe- there's pelts and stuff like that. That's, that's What's like, a pelt? I'm the, sorry, I'm the not fur. for the fur. revenant. Okay, just say yeah. fur, and Well, you know, it's, if you said the revenant, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, but it was so <laughs> weird. The, oh, let's throw, let's throw some pelts. Like, what? <laughs> What's tough, though, is some cultures, like in Africa, to become brave, or your basically induction into manhood is to go out and kill a lion. Some, some uh, yeah. tribes. So what they're trying to do is reverse that culture. And give them the education of wait, actually no, this is a natural resource, this is a living Just kind give of them thing. Some freeways, like, this, yeah. <laughs> they have freeways. Pass oh. this math test, and you are a man. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. How do you get everyone in the world on the same page, though? You can't. I wish I knew well, the answer to education. that. We still, we, yeah, so but I'm it's, saying it's a start. There's still education, people living but in like the Amazon rainforest that have never seen actual yeah. man. Like that's still a thing. Well, they have to deal with like anacondas and stuff, so they're. <laughs> okay, we know all ones. about conservation Kids there. in Africa have to deal with tigers, Andy. Yeah. No, I think it's a cultural thing as well as education, but so many cultures have different ways of living and different opinions and live through different things that And who are we to them... say what's the right way? We're not. But I think at the end of the day there is a very clear right and wrong when it comes to oh, yeah. certain things as far as one thing i'll never understand are these meathead people and i always just go to a sexual thing like they can't get you know things going in their body so they cut off the what the antler of a rhino or is it an antler? oh the yeah horn? The car- yeah like- like the Chinese supplements. Yeah. Chinese people yeah. are usually yeah. the, the they're always the person that does it. They don't care about anything. Yeah. Uh, they also they don't care about personal space, and I've I've grown to understand that. But <laughs> yeah, that, they'll cut yeah. off the fin of a shark and then toss yeah. it back yeah, for a spinning. soup. It's like, well, can't you eat the rest of the shark? No, it doesn't taste good. Well, well do you does. really need and the you know fin? You know what's crazy? The shark actually drowns when they do that. Yeah. Because they have to keep moving in yeah. order to get the water through their... Throat. And they don't care. And just Sharks cut... are scary, so... Sharks suck, but still, do you what? really want to... What is that? Andy, <laughs> scary. what if sharks think, thinks you're scary? Yeah. Have you seen a shark when they have all their teeth out there? It's pretty scary. That's not scary. Yeah, beautiful. Think of what is no that? Uh, finding Nemo with that shark? Sharks like, are not <laughs> naturally aggressive. If you're, I mean, yeah. if there's blood and stuff, yeah, but... I mean, yeah, they're more at, curious. Look at Bowser. He's very docile right now. But if you were to get out the Kong, he'd be a complete asshole. Bowser is the dog we keep referring to. We talk about him actually a lot on the pod. Uh, he's the guy that barks. and. You should have Bowser on the pod one time. We, we had, but he went very quiet. Yeah. Um, no, but what you're saying, Sean, I'm actually friends with, his name's Damien Mander. And he's the creator of the International Anti-Poaching Foundation in Africa. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and he's got a, this... Basically, it's this unit of women. They're called the Akashinga, and it's the first ever all-woman anti-poaching unit in Africa. And they're going out, and they're no, they're they're kick-ass, and they're stopping these poachers from doing exactly what you're talking about. And uh-huh. I don't know if you guys know what a snare is, or if you've ever seen what a snare does to animals. Like, oh, bear grills made them all the time. It's absolutely terrible. Oh, is that um, a, la- a bear tra- uh, so trap? Like- yeah, and the rabbit would go in there and it get its foot. They have that, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is wire. Eat, even so this is like snacks. this is like almost invisible wire. Yeah. So giraffes will walk through it on accident oh, and get gosh. taken down. Like it's gnarly. So anyway, they're going out there and they're doing. I want to go one time and visit him. He comes down. He's actually in L.A. in a few Wait, weeks. Wait, they're doing this to catch guys. 
No, well, if they they can arrest, they have a shoot to kill order. If Hell someone's yeah. out there poaching, there's not um, a law in Africa. You can kill people there. It's fine. There's laws in Africa. No, there's not a single one. There, there there's are multiple laws nations in Africa. In Africa right. So they have I'm, different laws. Which part As of Africa whole. are you talking about? <laughs> I love Africa. In Egypt, you can just run in there and <laughs> steal everything from the yeah. pyramids. You ever see National Treasure? You guys sound like little sheltered. Americans right now. Make, I've cute. been to Europe, Brittany. I've been to Europe. Uh, but so Sean, no, you really are cool, European. On the yes, I am. On the uh, rhinoceros. Oh. The, the full name. Do they still do the move where they're dying their horn pink? It doesn't hurt the animal, but it it ruins them uh, from being cut off. I've not heard about this pink thing, but I have. Oh, they, Brit, they, this is huge. Yeah, they are going out and completely cutting off the horns so that people won't kill them. Poachers. Wait, what? That know, sounds like that what crazy? the people are doing. Well, they they're those? they're tranquilizing the rhinos, the people on these sanctuaries or these preserves. Reserves, they're dehorning them. They're dehorning them. That sounds like a, a it's a, a very pseudo, twisted thing. But we're doing it for your own good. No, wink, wink. No, I'm selling this on the black market. No, 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 no. These are like how is that indifferent reserves. from what a poacher's doing? Oh, let me talk and I will tell me, Brit, that, tell young us, man. Brit. Okay, the poachers are going out. First of all, they're hacking these rhinos' faces off, which is going to kill them anyway. Oh. Um, and then they're going and selling, which I don't know if you know this also, but a lot of times the money from poaching is also going to different terrorist groups and units. Um, I assume every cent is going to terrorism. A large anything. portion, yeah. I bought a smoothie the other day. It probably went to terrorism. You are... Yeah. Where from? That's all. That's what matters. I didn't. No, buy but a these groups anyway. are going out and they're doing it correctly and they're doing it in a way that... The, act- the rhino will actually live, um, and the poachers will be deterred from killing the rhino and possibly leaving a what? orphaned rhino alongside its killed mother. Like Andy said, don't they use that for protection? That's going up some animal's ass, right? No, I mean, I would, I don't know about up their ass. Uh. <laughs> but, I mean, they're going to go gore something with it, right? No, rhinos are pretty, they, they're able to sustain themselves without I've their horns. I've seen Jumanji, they I mean, is it ideal? No, but what's the alternative? Right Diet now? pink. I'm not saying I, I haven't heard, I'll investigate this pink thing. I My haven't next seen post it in a while. We'll be on a pink rhino horn. It's probably been two years since I've seen anything about that. I've not seen that, but I will look it up. But I, I thought it was cool because it's like, well, fuck these guys, <laughs> these assholes coming over to Africa pretending they're back in BC days. What if they they live in Africa? A lot of them. No, I like to think that they're like this guy from Minnesota. They're just in Indiana or, uh, Jones Rogue over there. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm there's those you. two. There's those two. It's always people from China. You know what is the worst? And don't get me started on this. I'm not trying to change subject. If you follow the Humane Society, Humane Society International and all, the dog trade, the dog meat trade oh, over gosh, in China, me. oh my god, that's my new What's thing right that, now. What's that holiday of theirs called? I don't want to know, but I, what I know is no, they hang dogs by hooks, and the more pain the dog suffers, the better it's going to taste, essentially. It like tenses their muscles or something? I don't know. I didn't think that deep about it, Andy. I don't know. I don't I just know the science. Jesus. Oh, you were thinking about yeah. it, though. How do we... That's what I'm saying, though. How do we get Where's, everyone on the same page? You don't eat a dog. That I don't you know. You don't eat a shark. Like, Cartman did this on uh, an episode of South Park when they're like, gnomes are stealing underwear. And he just walks over with a wad of paper and just smacks and the gnome on the head and says... And we can't get people on the same page. And right? says bad. And it's like, you just got to do that to people. Like, the gnome looked at well, it in shock. <laughs> Let's go paint rhino horns and you hit people with gnomes. Watch, watch like all those sad American movies about dogs. You're like, you watch Homer Bound Marley as a kid. And me. You're not going to no, watch kill a dog, right? But in all yeah. seriousness, or a porcupine. No, that's or why. That's why I have. Why should you care? Because that's my question exactly, and that's the question of the but, ages. And I feel like personal experience. If you can get people to see things that make them uncomfortable or that make them realize the reality 
Or if you get them to read something and they're like, wait, I'm actually really interested in that. I didn't know I was because I didn't even know about it. I think that's the very first way to get people to care is to have the conversation. Oh, and I, I, that's and that's why I podcasts are cool. Because I hope whoever's listening to this, you guys are inspired to care and yeah, guys, care about Sean and Andy. Head into whyshouldyoucare.org. Check her out on Instagram at the same title. Uh, this is Brit Fit, by the way. We're talking to on this wonderful happy hour pod that I'm really enjoying. Um, Andy, are you raising your hand or are you doing something? I'm not raising my okay. hand, but like I can ask a question. Well, I was gonna... ask a question. Okay, Andy. I have something. Did you guys but... know that Andy is one of my roommates? Should we? Are we allowed Whoa. to say that? This is a small. I get to see Andy person. in the I morning and the night. Even, don't even <laughs> put my real name on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. This well, is they don't know where I live, so you're good. Yeah. At uh, 52 Orangewood <laughs> Avenue. Uh, In Africa. Costa Mesa. <laughs> okay, what's the question? Well, now that you know we're on the subject, we, we've known you a while. Um, there's another person that you know very well who's appeared on this show like a few times. That also lives in Okay, house. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like him. No, so we... Uh, that wasn't the question. No. I'm just saying, so now now the audience got to know about you and what you're doing now, but your history. So how did you come to be so passionate about this? Is it just because Hans was such a cool dog? <laughs> is, that, is that it? Aww. That was our golden retriever. It was all Hans. Yeah. Mr. Hans. I wish I could say it was Hans, but no, I honestly. Trick. Oh, Trick. You know Trick, my boo. Um, trick was my other cat. No, I honestly, people ask me that question and... There's not many things I'm like 100% about in life or like certain about and conservation has always been one of them. Animals has always been one of them. When I was a kid, I used to watch Steve Irwin all the time. Like, crikey. I would like argue with my brother and sister to turn off the cartoons, put on Animal Planet, whatever it was. Okay, well, let's face the facts. Turtle was not watching (laughs) cartoons unless it was on BET or (laughs) starred Snoop Dogg or something. That's probably true. Um, but yeah, no, I've just always been passionate. And then, um, I was just really prayed for opportunities to do it. And like I said, I'm, I'm working towards a professional career in the field, but, um, it's not been easy. Nonprofits are tough to work with and, um, they do amazing things, but they're often for lack of better words, run dry, worked super hard. And, uh, so yeah, I'm here to help them and I've always been passionate about it. And it honestly, like you said though, Andy, education, like it wasn't until I got my education that it became not just a passion, but it became like an actual toolkit that I could do something with. So yeah. yeah. Um, go to school kids. Yeah. (laughs) Let me ask you this. This is a little back on what we're talking about. So you were saying, you know, trying to, you know, show everyone that animals are this and that and, you know, things I think most people in our country and uh, other countries, obviously, but for the most part can understand because we grew up with, you know, the dog or a hamster or whatever kind of animal it may be. But put yourself in shoes of someone who grew up, you know, in a hole and they have nothing and they're, well, I'll get 400 bucks uh, yen to uh to <laughs> such a negative look realize yen is japan so like that's like a first world country well so no i was saying yen because it's like that's like four bucks isn't yeah. it um to cut off this horn of an animal that i don't care about because my life is important right how can you even sway their mind 
they don't care about animals. They they're doing their best to survive, right. and their lives are awful and all right. of that stuff. That I feel like is a very very that's tough a thing very to loaded question, and that is I'm a good question. Loading questions. That is a question that runs way outside of the realm of conservation. That runs into government Human conservation. <laughs> that runs into culture. That runs into ability to find alternatives. That runs into Basically, the, uh, that's a global initiative, and that's not going to get solved in my lifetime, unfortunately, because what you're saying is very true, and it is the unfortunate truth. However, that is something that only, I think, a government and a, basically a grassroots movement is going to be able to kind of come together, top to bottom and bottom to top, in a way that allows these people to see not only alternatives to what they're doing, but a way out of it. Like, for mm -hmm. example, ecotourism is something that they're really starting to grow in Africa and different regions. And what that's doing is allowing the native people or the people who live there to invest and value their natural resources that they might otherwise kill to get money. But instead, they're preserving it because they've got people from America, people from wherever else coming over to see these amazing wildlife or environments or whatever it is they have. <laughs> so they don't need sleep. to they don't need to necessarily kill to get the money um they're finding other ways to provide incentives so yeah that's a deep question incentives are great education's great and helping a global effort i think not not thinking we are above helping others uh-huh uh, yeah, there's still way more we can do here and you say oh, so much of, yeah so much of it is like us when you talk about the the dentist so it's like okay so the people there who organize and sell basically you can come hunt our animals mm. There needs to be a demand from the first world exactly. people to do that. So if we, you know, shame those Cut people. Off that yeah. yeah, well, 100%. did that guy ever or, or even get to open his practice up again? Ever? I, like, I would that like guy to know like where ran away. I'd like he? to know where he is today. Because that was what knows. five years ago, something like that. I don't think it was that long ago. Four years ago, three. Twenty fifteen. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to know what happened to him because he had to close his doors on his dentist. Well, or good. Whatever he I did. hope yeah. that guy was uh, an idiot. But then, like the people with the horns and stuff, there's there's still a lot of like rich collectors here that. And I don't get that. Where do you do you just put that on your desk next to your fancy pen? What do you do with a horn? You know what? In in all honesty, like this is that's a really good question. Like I'm not saying this because I'm on my side of the fence with this situation. I'm just actually as a human, I I can I I cannot understand why some people enjoy that or like find value in those things. Like I just cannot understand it. And I'm not saying that as a hater, as like a you know, a conservationist. I'm just genuinely I can't understand it. I don't know. If you know otherwise, I just don't get it. So if someone can answer that for me. Yeah, tweet us at uh, <laughs> take.tonys in uh, Twitter. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's slowly changing there. I agree. See, like how, much, how popular is fur? There's still people that wear it, but it's... Totally. But I think also a lot of people are speaking out, like you said, Andy, about it. And I have to say those in the spotlight, celebrities, that type of stuff, as maybe unfortunate as it is in some situations they have a ton of say and they have a ton of influence and that's like i don't know if you know yao ming oh we um, know yeah i mean maybe not personally but he's done a ton um over in asia and in china to influence the people to stop buying um rhino horns and things mm. like that if you youtube like yao ming like conservationist he's right, amazing cool. basketball player but his passion also is conservation which is super cool so he was made in a lab though he probably was you could probably see three miles ahead of him like seven a cheetah foot too. six is he really? No, Isn't he's that, not. Yeah, yeah, seven foot six. Dang. 
That's pretty it's, it's not. That's not even healthy. That's artificial. How do you stand up? Like well, gravity that's why he, is he, had to, he had to retire at like yeah, 31 played, or how something. Many, how many years did he play? Like shot. four or five? That was like probably 10. Is it really that many? Yeah. <laughs> but he was hurt a lot. Yeah, playing. he, he just... maybe played enough yeah. games to be in five years. Yeah. Um, I have a, a little uh, history about myself where I think you would like. Oh, let's hear it. This is back in the MySpace days. <laughs> so you know this is legit. Uh, I wasn't allowed to have one of those. Oh, mine was underground. It was hip. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is going back to that Ulin or whatever they call it, where they just put a bunch of dogs in a crate and then do their thing over in China with them. Uh, yeah. I and this particular article someone shared said that it was J. Crew that was killing all of these animals for whatever fur catalog they were doing. I don't think J. Crew has anything to do with animals. Uh, they don't do any fur, to my knowledge. I don't think a big company would exactly. expose themselves like that. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, 14, 15 year old me was like, I'm outraged. This is time for me to make my voice heard. And I penned them a letter. Did you? Good for you. J crew with disgust. That is amazing. I slammed the pen on that. Well, it was actually on the typewriter (laughs) or the the computer, but you you know what I mean? The typewriter, that thing across back to reset the page. Imagine me doing that metaphorically in this uh, letter to them. That was very angry, very curt. Kurt. Yeah, but I later found oh, out. I don't, I don't think that, that was. I think just some moron put this article together. Yeah, that's the thing where they kill them for like their holiday or whatever. It had nothing to do with even recycling fur. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy. It's sick. Seriously, and I don't. I don't understand. Go follow the Humane Society International on Instagram. You will see things. They ruin my day. But these are the things. See why I don't want to do that, Britt? Because you need to know. Because you need Sarah to write McLaughlin. another Kurt letter we stopped watching to someone. Comedy Central Brittany, you need that commercial with Sarah McLaughlin. She's like. For just fifteen dollars a day, we'll stop murdering dogs. <laughs> stop. That's what she says. Like, that's what I hear at least. Like, well, she said we'll stop as she's involved. Yeah. No, they're they're terrorists. Yeah. Like, they're we're killing these dogs. Give us fifteen dollars a day. No, it's terrible. In I couldn't watch them. I I, I know. I have it. to turn them. I know, and that's why. There's this thing called compassion fatigue. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but I just read a research. Oh, I've got I actually it. just read a post on my blog about it. Shut up, Sean. I've got um, it. No, but it's a thing. People in the uh, in as activists or in the conservation world or not even that, like people's rights, whatever it is, humans' rights, it's compassion fatigue. You get so exhausted because you want to help so much and you want to make such a difference. You just can't make the difference you ever want to and you a lot of people there that's why there's such a high turnover in nonprofits because you just burn out and you're like damn i loved this but i can't bear to see it anymore yeah i'm not being able to do what i want to do and you just walk away from it which i've experienced a few times and i'm not where i want to be i'm working towards it but it's frustrating when you're fighting these battles you're talking about with I, people. I i see that going this route at least for me if i were to try to do what you do i would set goals probably realistic knowing like this is a very much uphill battle Mm -hmm. but then with that as i start trying to make those things happen and put things in motion i would start it's like when you buy you know you buy a car and then you start seeing that car everywhere because you're finally like picking up on it you're seeing Mm -hmm. it you're paying attention to it that at that point you're going to start seeing everything that's actually happening in the world in whatever this cause is that it, it starts to see it starts to seem like you're going downhill with what you're doing and you're only losing ground every day that goes by. So not only are you not making the goal you wanted to happen, but you're seeing everything get nothing but worse. And I feel like that'd be almost 
an impossible thing to be able to cope with and it handle is. on a day-to-day basis. You kind of took it yeah, right out of my mouth. I, I've been feeling – I'll be honest. I felt, I was feeling that today. Like you, you start. So it's you start to it's feel like a, better to turn a blind eye and just donate fifteen bucks uh, a month. To, is it though? Well, because what is that really? I mean, that's going to change. Yes, a situation, but long term, like. Well, long definitely. Term. I'm just saying, I'm a weak person. You're stronger you are not than weak. me. Uh, no, I can't. I don't like seeing. Like I don't like seeing it either. I but don't that's like why seeing I'm fighting photos it. of some guy who just puts his dog outside in the winter. I know time. I can't. Stand and it's like that's just some idiot that lives in Detroit. Like I, I couldn't even understand Air what Bud people do when he gives them away. In, you know the Philippines. <laughs> or, like that was good for Airbud though, because you got to play basketball. Later. Okay, now you guys are gonna get. <laughs> he came back. Airbud off at me. Basketball. I've never seen Airbud. What? Never have I ever. And I play basketball. It just had the classic this thing at the end is where. Now over. We are gonna go turn on Airbud. Well, they like. We can't decide this court case, so we're gonna let the dog. Oh yeah, yeah, Wait. yeah! <laughs> and it was between like the clown and like yeah. the kid, and he's like, it's "Come like, here!" Oh, this is legal, I'm Come sure. Here. Oh, to who would own the dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the dog, Whoever he, likes he like ran halfway to one and then back to the that other. That was in every show in the '90s too, though, right? Didn't they do that with Comet on Full House? And it's like, oh, this is legally binding, I'm sure. Yeah, it's the dog's choice. Uh, um, no, but Sean, you are strong. You're very strong. I, thank you, Britt. But you see my point, though. It just seems like no, I'd rather. I, believe me. I don't know. Life is already tough. But then you get pissed tough. off. Then you get pissed off, and that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, and I'm like, hell no, I'm not giving up. Some meathead in the you're face because a suicide right. vest. You're like, what am I and doing? And that's why you got a shoot to kill order in Africa going because those people just. Oh do, yeah, that'll just... that'll blow off some steam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I not would... making a difference until you start like. <laughs> but then hold on, hold on. So you're going to kill someone who's going there to kill an animal. That'll really jack you up. It's the ultimate game right there, right? Nah, I'd be... It's from my Wedding Crashers. Oh, okay. See, it shows how much I watch. some, like, Rambo-style guy. He's, like, protecting the animals. He's good now. Okay, no. It's not like that. <laughs> Killed a, uh, 11 confirmed kills yeah, tonight. shoulder roll. <laughs> no, and they're actually using Taking the drones. barn door open. They're using heat-seeking drones now. Oh, my God. Uh, so they're talk someone no, 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 no. They don't have, that. like, bombs on them or anything, but they send them up so they can see these poachers walking out in the bush, and then they know where to send their units out to go Oh, uh, see, I like if you intervene. said there was a bomb. There, I don't know. There was a bomb, Sean. Cool. <laughs> Just like a RoboCop out there. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, I don't know. Because, yeah, how, like, do you have stats on how many people, like how many poachers go to Africa a year? Like, does that even exist for a number? It's funny that you keep saying go to Africa. Like, there are people that people go there. in Africa. But a lot of the poaching is coming from in inner Africa. Yeah. Different units. I, I, I mean, know about, like, the Trump sons and shit like that. That's oh, what we know. Yeah, about. I the mean. Trump sons did it? Oh, they're <laughs> always go. they're always going there and. Yeah. Look at this giraffe I killed. I'm like, you fucking retards. <laughs> oh, you know, we know so, how Andy feels. <laughs> speaking of giraffes, I saw this meme the other day. That is, it's so true. Think about this. You mean to tell me that a unicorn is fake and all that is is a horse with a horn and we have a giraffe, which is a horse with like a 10-foot neck. Yeah. How does that make any That's sense? Funny. I never thought of that. That's well, did funny. you know there's those uh, narwhals? You know what those are? Yes. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. So is it that thing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> those are real. Oh my God. Those are I real. I thought they were fake. <laughs> are they fake. really? They're real. 
Andy. That thing that comes oh, up and waves to my, uh, fucking, uh, It's elf? a walrus or whatever, but with a giant horn coming out of it. It's a walrus I'm like, or whatever. What? I'm like, oh, that's fake, obviously. No, just like unicorns. We real. And it's like, that was real. Hold on. I got to full up. I'm pretty sure Norhals are actually endangered, too. Andy. Yeah, they're real. Yeah. People are stealing like, their horns. Oh, shit, really? I just thought that was I definitely don't think a mythical people are animal. stealing their horns. I think they're just a product of a. I mean, maybe centaurs existed. You just killed them all off. Probably. No way. Do they kill? Hold on. What if they. This is just a. It looks like an otter or something with a big pole <laughs> in his face. What if they stab something? It's like they have arms. They probably hit their friends all the time. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> but like, oh. you know what I'm saying? They spear. I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. Let, yeah, I hilarious. have a picture of a. We are a looking nor, at a, a picture narwhal. of a narwhal. Uh, but just he, he accidentally he's going at, I don't even know if they eat food or they eat like nope they don't eat food you know, they just animal food or if they <laughs> eat just grass or something grass yeah. they come up on the ice and eat the grass on the ice okay yes, Brittany I'm see. getting a lot of lip from you <laughs> you're, you're cut off from your red wine uh, but no oh, they ac- they're going after some yellowfin or something they accidentally oh, stab they it eat sushi and then it's stuck on their their horn. Or their that little... would be a problem. And I haven't. I don't know about that. You're on your own, Norwalk. <laughs> looks like he's coming out of the water to say bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. He's probably oh. like, I know Sean Dobson is gonna look at this picture of me one day. Yeah, his way. And I'm posing because I look good right now. I totally thought this was a, a fake animal. Look at yeah, this guy. 100%. No, they're real. So that just looks like a piece of like if I saw this in the wild, I thought this is a stick. <laughs> That's been lodged into this guy's like blowhole, or blowhole. or something, and I'm like, holy shit, this seal's in trouble. That's a big seal. Well, from this angle, you can only see that like that looks like its head, right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, now we know narwhals are real, Andy, everyone. Is there anyone the else out there who didn't yeah, believe well, in narwhals? Our dragons. I'd love Probably to hear everybody. from you. DM me. Hold on, look at this. Like a little sword party. Like they're all they're making an agreement over here. They're party. all putting their uh, swords up together. <laughs> they're making an agreement. <laughs> Okay, can we get back? Yeah, what let's were come we talking back. about? Andy had I don't to come know. in there with an important point. Random fact. Oh, my uh, Fictional animals aren't always fictional. Well, let me ask yeah. you guys a question. Ask away. What? What? How much do you guys care about what's going on with wildlife? Well, globally, I think I just said nationally? it for me at least. I I do care. Like I said, I don't like seeing animals die in a movie. Kill the person, don't kill the animal. Okay. Um. But at the These same movies, it doesn't matter at all. Well, I don't want to say it about real I mean, life. Sometimes dogs die, and as this guy knows, it makes for an amazing movie because it gives Keanu Reeves a reason to kick ass. Oh, he's talking about John Wick. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, it's not. You know, it didn't actually happen. Right. That's always good. So, That's a good thing yeah. in the movies. Yeah, you like, always wow, know no I animals mean, were harmed in the making of this. Hopefully, yeah. Unless... although I always wonder about that and yeah. sometimes you see a movie where you're like there wasn't like where was there even an animal yeah yeah what? Like, you just have to put that <laughs> the director fighter? punted a dog yeah. he was so pissed off <laughs> this is an office drama where was the... <laughs> oh uh, man but no I, I definitely don't animals are awesome and unless they're attacking you don't kill them okay and even if they're attacking you maybe you deserve it this oh. guy that killed the uh Mountain lion in Chicago, or Chicago, in Colorado. Yes, Chicago. I found lion. out. I don't know if I told you or if you told me or if it was beyond our conversation the other day. It was a cub. It was a four-month-old mountain lion cub, which to me, mm. that thing is the size of Bowser. Bowser weighs about sixty pounds. 
Sure, it's scary. The paws are probably well, huge. This is but the it one that attacked the guy. You yeah, said? he was running. Yeah. He probably this thing doesn't know how to use his his claws or paws You'd be or anything. Surprised. Yet. Those guys like, are powerful. Just give him a swat and throw a stick. Yeah. He'll run away. Let's test that on you, Sean. I'll I'll go up against a four month old mountain lion. <laughs> be big. You heard it here first. Bring it on. It's, it'll be like in semi pro. No, I agree. I wouldn't. The I, there's no way I could kill an animal. I'd probably just sacrifice. Yeah. It. If if I had to. It would be like the scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where he has to kill the pig for the the barbecue and he's stabbing. He's like, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so sad. (laughs) You know, the only animal I've killed is a duck. You've killed a duck? I was golfing. Oh, you hit it with a golf ball. Line drive to the head. No way. Yes. We were in Palm Springs. We shouldn't have even been golfing. We were out at the Marriott. I have not. Yeah. I don't like golfing. No way. This duck flipped, I'm not exaggerating, flipped in the air three times around itself. And then this is the weirdest thing. I should do a study on this. All its flock, like, attacked it. Like, it fell on the ground. And I don't Ducks know if they thought. Ducks are awful animals. I don't know if they thought they were helping it, but they were, like, flapped it even more and pushed it into the little pond right there. So it was upside down. Uh, maybe that was a quick burial or they're helping finish him off. I don't know, but, but he was <laughs> he was upside down kicking. It. Britt, do you know what? Up. What ducks do? Oh, they fly together. This is going to be way too Mighty much ducks, info anyone? for you. Can you handle this? Yeah, oh boy. I don't Here we go. It's Me Too movement right now. Uh oh. Girl ducks, whatever they are, have like pseudo hole openings in their reproductive area, and that's to trick the male ducks because they're such assholes, Bowsers, that they just attack them and basically just, you know. So this is a form of birth control. <laughs> yeah, if if they don't want the to be, I've not. <laughs> they don't want to be penetrated. They're not going to tell. If that, they don't want the, they don't give the them beat. the map. The, uh, it's, it's a fake hole for you, it's boys. It's nonsense. I've golfed before, and I've saw I saw a duck on top of the other one just going berserk. I have not seen that. I've that seen pigeons eerie, being because you're just like, does this duck even want it? And you're not sure, and uh, it freaks yeah. you out. I feel I bad I for females bio. in nature a lot of times. We just, we, get, we got to handle a lot sometimes. You're including yourself in Have nature? You s- <laughs> You're out in yes, nature now. I am nature. Villa Park. VP. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are funny. This is fun. Uh, let's just come on the oh, pod more. Let's talk about animals we've killed because I've had a story too. Okay. You've killed an animal, Andy? So. Andy eats a lot when of animals. When I was. <laughs> yeah, well, that's indirect. That's kills them. He doesn't have like a cow in so your backyard. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. Largest animal that I have killed because I mean, largest. Mean Andy, you've killed multiple don't make animals. Me hate you right you, now. I mean, you've stepped. You've like stepped on insects and stuff. Oh, like that. not intentionally, but yes. That's what well, there, you probably okay. Kid, you, you've stepped like, on so step many on insects you don't even know. So, so one time, it's probably game. like eight years old or oh, something. Oh shoot! Um, I ran over. I don't know why there was like a row of turtles. <gasps> a the, row of turtles and like the small ones and they were in the road you ran over a, a row of turtles I, I, I hit one do just, you have nightmares okay. about that and it like i hope so i don't know it started like squirting out like okay. white or something I don't was like, go into detail Andy, and I like, i'm gonna be sick it was horrible i was going to the park was this on your mongoose uh it was really it was not even a cool bike it was old very long time ago <laughs> and so I was at, then i just like okay i just went to the park and then when i'm the back from the park a you hit de- another one. A car definitely ran that thing. Ran, just completely destroyed it. Well, I was like, oh, oh god, I feel. Did you great. help the other turtles go? Anywhere? I didn't hit them, so they just kept going. 
Where were they going? The I have store? no idea. Like, I have no idea why there was. It was like four turtles. Well, they obviously got out of a house or something. I think so. It's not like they're just they in the were, wild like, to live under this tree here. <laughs> like, this is our home. So, yeah, I don't know whatever happened to the rest of them. That's crazy. But, yeah, I just remember that as a kid. That, that freaked me out. I bet. Yeah, I that thought, would like, I hit a rock, me. and then I was like, what is this? And I saw them all there, like, what the fuck? I was like, well, there's nothing <laughs> I could do. And A turtle is an animal you don't like to see killed because they're already in that We're going to have to tell turtle shell. about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That's a weird thing to imagine to see, like. Yeah, I don't want to picture that. I don't think I've ever killed an animal. Sean, short I was of like a bug you, or something. Sean, what did you? What have you done? I'm sure I've stepped on animals. I'll kill a spider. Oh. I'm not a. F- I'll, I'll kill a spider. Brittany, when I was in high school, I got bit on my forearm by a oh, spider. Boy. My arm swelled up. It turned into staph infection. I had to go get a shot in my hip at the doctor. <laughs> and it's one of those shots where they're like, "Yeah, this is gonna hurt." You have to stand up and like lean over though, like the the, yeah. the stool or like whatever. And don't move for about 15 minutes afterward or sit back down. You can't stand. You'll fall over. What? He's like dead leg. It didn't take. I had to go back like two weeks later and get it done again. Aww. I found this little piece of shit spider on the ceiling in my room. I How took do you a... know it was him? Did you ask? Yeah. I took a pool. <laughs> it was the only room. I, I, I searched the room. I oh. took a pool cue and just on the ceiling. And I left him there as a message <laughs> to every other spider that may enter that premise. I still have a scar on my arm from that little you know. spider bite. We need to post a picture of that on Tony's take. It's very faint, but it's just a little like discoloration white. But you know, oh. this is fifteen years ago now. That's traumatizing. It was horrifying. That's I hate spiders for that reason. I don't understand why they're here. Like you want to know what happened to me? I want you to look up amblyplygid right now. How do you? Say, what? When I was studying amblyplygin. A M B. When I was studying in Tobago, this is basically you could think of it oh, as studying. A, yeah, just a, on a, a prehistoric spider. Oh my! One God. of those came home with me from the rainforest one night on my now, shoulder. That's arachnophobia. Okay, starts. we're looking at a scorpion spider crab. <laughs> it's an amblyplygid. No one knows what that means. No. Okay. So can you say the size of it though? Is whip it whip spiders? Look up. It's whip spiders is the same thing. So they have these whips on top is of them. Is this the size of a nickel or is this the size? No, of a they're dollar? about the size of your bigger than your hand. Oh my uh, god! When they're on a wall. So we went into the rainforest one night, and they're nocturnal. Wait, what was the other thing you told me to look up? Oh uh, no! I was just telling the viewers if you look up oh, whip okay. spider, it's the same thing. W h i p spider. It should be the same thing. Um. Yeah. 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 So these guys, they don't Holy spin webs, and crap. they actually use those whips to grab crickets or whatever it is walking this nearby. This thing was in Starship Troopers. <laughs> no, they're oh actually very God. sweet. They're not a threat at all to humans. Um, see, people Hold have on. them is as this, pets. Is this native to like Australia? I'm sure there are species of them in uh, because they have the gnarliest animals. On We're the this is so I was in Tobago, so I was in like the West Indies tropical region. I was just sipping um, on my ties, yeah. right? I, wish. Oh, I was in yeah. Tobago last week. No, but you want to hear the story? So we're going through the rainforest and we see all these things against the wall, and they're amazing. So when you are in the rainforest in Tobago, you have to be covered completely except for your eyes because you don't want to get bit by things. Like oh Sean's crying about his little spider bite. No, I'm God. kidding, Sean. And. No. No, so we're in the car. There's like six of us. We're driving home. It's late at night. I, we get back to our room, and I lean over to untie my hiking boot, like to get ready for bed. And all of a sudden, I see something like out of the corner of my eye, like just like down my left top shoulder. And I like slowly turn my head, 
And this thing is just crawling down my arm. And I remember two things went through my mind. What the heck is that? That's a bunch of babies. Oh, God, don't show me that. That's the worst. Um, It's a hive. (laughs) Sean. And I thought, oh, my God. My first instinct was flick it. But then I was like, no, if I flick it, this thing's going to run and be in my room somewhere all night. There's no way I'm doing that. This thing looks like the Crypt Keeper. Well, and then my second thought was, this guy's pretty endangered. He's rare. I don't want to hurt him. He's just trying to get to work. Right. So I go outside and I yell for my professor and she comes over and she goes, this has never happened to anyone in the 20 years we've been coming here. So we let him free that night and put him down in the little creek, but I'm pretty sure the chickens ate him. There's a lot of chickens there. No, the next morning, all the chickens are dead and one of the houses is burnt down. <laughs> and there's a huge amplifier just sitting on our roof. Oh, this thing is These aren't, aren't going to get you or anything. No, they can't yeah. hurt you. Yeah. No. They're, they just look they're entirely just crazy. like I'm afraid. I, I watched Arachnophobia as a kid. They killed, oh, everyone They killed did. John Goodman. And I, that's just... Did you watch that movie growing I up? Did. Okay. I did. Yeah. That was a that creepy movie. That was a movie. great, like, family horrifying movie. That was a creepy movie. Well, because they knew everyone was already afraid of Every, spiders. Spiders are universally hated. I'm not that afraid of spiders. You better knock on wood, because if a spider is listening... They're going to all come hang out yeah. with me tonight. She's no. A, she likes us. Let's go. I'm not. I save them. I'm not. You save them? Yeah. What, for later? <laughs> no, I take them outside. Put this in your shoebox. <laughs> this is mine for, for tomorrow. Pandora's I don't like the, box. The, brown, the brown widow that's like, yeah. that's like completely I mean, taken over the rest of the, our entire climate. Yeah, now. there are like, some that you want I don't even. I've got avoid. beef with daddy long legs even. What? No, I okay. used to pick those Brett, up back in North Carolina. You're short. No fence. Okay. No fence taken. You are where a lot of people walk. I'm taller. Oh, so, so you get the high up spiders. there's a whole lot more area that doesn't get dusted by every wow. other body that comes through. I, I walk into a spider web three times a week. Do you do the kung fu dance after? No, but I, ha- I do that move where you're like grabbing yeah, like invisible that. rope on your face <laughs> trying to pull it off. Uh, I always assume it's a dead web and that there's not a live that's, spider on That's me. what it is. Just keep assuming that. Um, yeah, I, gar- I probably have a spider on me right now. You don't. Um, I'll let you know if you do. Oh my gosh, it's awful. I, I, would... I don't understand them. I get they eat some bugs, but we have a lot of them still. So let's just can we just have a thing where we we give all of you know mosquitoes AIDS and then they are all gone. Sean, <laughs> you know? what kind of conclusion? Think about this. So what does a mosquito do for us? I get like the circle of life and things. Uh, Jurassic Park hasn't happened, Andy. Has it happened? <laughs> Gets it got encased mummified in amber. In amber. <laughs> and then you make dinosaurs. I'm DNA. just saying, it's a useless insect, and all it does is spread disease. Oh, I had to go inside man. at night because I would get, what was it? West Nile virus. <laughs> my parents were worried, oh and so God. I couldn't play basketball my at night. Parents... The worst is, um, like, Lyme disease with ticks and stuff. Have you ever yeah. heard that thing where my you can't My sister had meat? a tick. No. I there, do that every a, day. <laughs> there's a type of, like, Lyme disease where you could never eat meat again. Oh, F that. We should infect Andy. <laughs> oh, Andy would give Andy up. Andy would die. Andy <laughs> would be out. He'd like, I'm done. I'm going to go kill two. It'd be Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club skinny. Yeah. He would never eat again. <laughs> ticks are, are like my least favorite. My I sister got a had tick. a tick one time. I got a tick behind my like, ear. Because oh, I would play like in the bushes in the backyard. That's a brook kid. She got it in her head. Yeah. They used to my tell brothers... you had to like burn them. But then like, no, that's bad too. You but can't. They just dig you, have... you can't pull them out. Yeah. yeah you have to get them like professionally like. I think out. yeah. I think we went to the doctor. Yeah. And they basically took like some tweezers and yeah. just got the guy. Yeah, because its but head will stay like lodged right under, like on the back of my earlobe. Ugh, that's a it weird spot. It was right spot. there, and it hurt. And like, did it turn you on? 
did it turn me on <laughs> was a six-year-old me something about earlobes or, by a or... tick <laughs> in my ear no Brittany, it, it didn't this is gonna be a new thing in china you watch tick arousal i'm sure it already is a <laughs> thing those people are weird insects not all of them but some of them i'm sure you you've seen this though um Leeches, remember Stand By Me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like quicksand. I thought that would be like, a much yeah, bigger just, deal. What happened to that? that I thought every anymore. stagnant pool of water was flooded with leeches. Just like quicksand, you always got to be afraid. John Mulaney. All I thought it was going to be my biggest yeah. problem. John Mulaney. I love that. But very true. It's I've like, never yeah, seen a leech in my life short of Stand By Me. I saw that movie, yeah, ten times as a kid. And like, oh, yeah, there's always leeches. And then you see like faces of death. And there's a leech the size of like a snake or something. And it's just eating your arms. I lived with a leech. She sucked the life out of me. Oh, no. Anyway, that's a story for another time. <laughs> no, um, you can talk have you seen a turtle? Have you seen a hagfish? You guys, an ugly old you guys fish. should come to Science on Tap this coming Monday night at Chapman Bruco. And he went tap. last week with us or a couple yeah. weeks ago. We are talking about the biomechanics of a hagfish. This oh, week. God, this thing is flooded with teeth. This thing? Oh, yeah. No, F it. I'd kill that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I bet you would, Sean. It, there are certain I bet things I got you first. I understand that could die, and that's one of them. Yeah, that's see to me that's creepier than a snake. That's, that's a blender of teeth that if that just touches you, good night. You you have lupus and but Lyme you know disease, what? and they're very important for keeping the oceans clean. Uh, yeah, basically, okay. So I was just gonna guess. It looks like something that would clean your aquarium. It's like the vulture of the ocean. The it gets yeah. It gets all the dead meat, dead fish, all that stuff. It gets it's like a it's like a disposal. But they have this thing where they slime, like when a predator comes. Like if you Bowser. look up a hagfish <laughs> sliming, it's like Alex, actually. Okay. Um, Whoa. <laughs> we don't want to go there. This thing looks like a, it's out of tremors, the little things that would come out of yeah. the mouth of the big worm. Ew. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm animals gonna... are scary, but that's not the point <laughs> we're trying to make. There's a lot anyway. of ones out there. Just leave them alone. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, uh a good message for most animals is like they don't want any part of us they really don't and the problem is we're just invading on their land so they kind of have no choice sometimes like the poor coyotes around here get such a bad rap everyone's like oh the coyotes are invading oh there's a coyote in my yard i'm like really tell me more about how that coyote could go live somewhere else because really where mushrooms now they eat what they gotta eat let me ask you this i've heard this through the great my cat that was sad uh so we live up against a hill we see coyotes. I see them in our front yard all mm-hmm. the time. I've been told, like I said, through the grapevine, that peeing in the corners of like your backyard. <laughs> Who way, told you this? Is, Always oh, ask on, where on, you're getting on. your information from, people. This particular person you can't ask because he'll never tell. Um, oh, boy. Is that a Joe thing? Rogan probably. <laughs> is that a thing? Because they're a, a, a species and they it's all about dominance with dogs no, Bear and coyotes Grylls, Bear Grylls 100% did that on an episode of Man did he really Mom. he's like I, I don't want like this thing coming in my I mean house. you definitely have pheromones in your pee so I wouldn't be surprised like I know to you know sometimes they'll use coyote pee to, to deter cats from scratching things and stuff so where do you get coyote pee from you could like <laughs> order it online or I think Peko honestly okay. might have some Hold derivative on. I, I, ho- I hate to burst the bubble but if you're ordering coyote pee online that's just some poor guy in his mom's <laughs> basement peeing into a bag and then well, sending it to your house that has been and you solved paid one for really it. needs to pass a drug test that's <laughs> what that's paid what for it yeah there's a lot of underground that <laughs> oh I, uh, I don't know some clean pee I need some, not human but I need some coyote pee, pee. <laughs> oh my goodness 
Um, oh, so you could buy Coyote P online. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, I, when I heard web? that, I heard I heard that I was like, no. I like to pee outside every now, every now I mean, and then. I mean, why not? It's refreshing. Well, I was going to say, what if it doesn't do anything bad, right? Uh, but I just don't believe a coyote's like, oh. Sean was here. I can't hey, be. You know, Michael coyote- lives over there. Let's leave him be. Like, he's that's legit. Sean's house. That's Trevor's house. How many house. coyotes have you seen in your backyard? I've, I've, I mean, I barely see him in the front yard. I haven't. I don't well, think I've go. seen any in the backyard. There Keep you go. on peeing, Sean. There you go. You're welcome. What happens if you just go full bore and drop a deuce out there? Okay, now they even go that's, near that's you. Helping the grass out. That's let's good. get back on track. Yeah. Just thinking about let's it. Let's bring though. the viewers back to focus. Don't do that, by the way. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. So do, uh, we, do we need a pivot here? Yeah. Let's. Are we getting out of animals? Should we get into like Spartan races? That's that's what I'm I'm thinking. Let's do it. This, this is this is what I know. Yeah. Oh, are, Andy knows fitness. all about this. There's one person in here that has uh, yeah. done multiple races, marathons, the whole deal. And obviously, you hear his voice Standing. all the time. Yeah, just every, I'm not here on the weekends. I'm always out just training. He's wearing a headband yeah. right now. Uh, He's I'm actually just sweating for no reason, too. He does have his coat on. Uh, Brit Fit. Yes. Let's hear about it. You are an accomplished Spartan. Can you say warrior? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So did my first Spartan race. Gosh, January qualified for nationals, my first race. Stop traffic. Which was pretty cool. I didn't expect that. It's American nationals. Yes, North American. Not, yeah. If I, and then if I. Oh. Do you, would you face against Canadians? Yeah, if I like place there, and then you go to Worlds. Yeah. So. You gotta like chug a maple syrup bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, lots of yeah, lots of that. But fundraised over a grand through that race for the Wildlife Way Stations Enrichment Program. That's the real motivation why I'm running. It sounds cheesy, but I really do think of all these animals in their enclosures, in their cages, not having a lot of room to move. And so when I'm out there moving, I channel what I feel like they wish they could be doing. Heart of a cheetah. Yes. And it inspires exactly. you. Exactly. It's a hot rod, Andy. <laughs> Particularly, there's this one bear at the way station who I can't get out of my head when I was there. I saw it made me very sad. Uh, really so, quick. So you said that twice now. I thought I just misheard it the first time. The way station? Way station. Wildlife way station. It's a sanctuary like they in LA. measure them? How much no, they no, no, no. Like, like the, the way. Pickup trucks. <laughs> stop there. <laughs> what does that mean? No. W-A-Y station. Way station. It's just the name of it. Is that the acronym? It's just the no. wildlife way station. The way. Name. I don't know. W a y s t a t i o n one word. Wildlife. No, that's just a word. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so right. I helped them with. Here, Andy. They had a walk for wildlife walkathon. Um, I was the face of that for them. Helped promote that. Um, currently training for another Spartan race in Big Bear, May 9th, I believe. Um, and yeah, so I do Britfit. So Britfit is online nutrition and fitness, soon to be hopefully in person as well, depending on some things in the f- near future. Um, and it fun, a portion of any BritFit purchase. So if you guys need meal plans or if you need some online videos, whatever it is, a portion of any purchase goes back to why should you care? In other words, to wildlife conservation. So my slogan for BritFit is sweat to protect. So sweat to protect, in my and case, the wildlife. This is also found at whyshouldyoucare.org? Yes. If you Look go on whyshouldyoucare.org, you'll see a place. big section called BritFit, and there's really cool videos, and there's explanations of things, and 
a lot of fun, cool photos. So you can definitely check that out. And my blog's on there and lots of other good stuff, research videos. Jumping on a rock from another rock. (laughs) Is this uh, Yosemite? No, that's a mammoth. Mammoth. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, but Britt fits right there. there. Whoa, what is this on the blog? What is that animal? That's a bat-eared fox. A bat-eared fox. Yeah. You see that, Andy? They're amazing. That thing looks like a little devil. Like he's no, just the evil. They do have person. attitude, but they're super sweet, actually. Um, they can hear forever. They're probably hearing this pod. They're very. They, might they get be. a couple of channels. They might be. They live underground often too, so they can hear a lot. Um, weebles. But anyway, yeah. So Britfit does that. I'm, my new thing is Spartan races. I'm gonna run one in Hawaii in August as well. That's and, rad. Um, yeah. I just lo- I. I love to work out. I love to be strong. I love to compete. And if I can do it in the name of wildlife, it's like, well, boom, there you go. It's a win-win. It's a win-win for everyone. Uh, so obviously I don't know much about wild or Spartan warriors rather uh, races uh, is the word I'm looking for. Are um, they done everywhere? Like Greece, all over the world. Yeah. And if, yeah. if so, is there a spot anywhere Ooh. in the world that you would like to do? Yeah, a that's a good race. question. Yeah, no, they're done everywhere internationally. Um, they're always going around. So if you go on Spartan.com, uh, you can like find a race. They have a sprint, a super, an ultra, and a beast, and they're all like different lengths, different obstacles. Super cool. Um, but if there was an ideal place, well, I'm really excited about Hawaii because be awesome, it's bet. it's where they filmed Lost and Jurassic Ooh. Park. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lost. I didn't but... like Lost. Yeah. yeah. Are you? Okay, cool. I, I, I like love Jurassic Lost. Park. I love both. So, you know the valley with like the hills um, in Lost, that big valley. They play golf there in Lost. Yes. That's, that's where the race that. is. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited about that. But if Any I... Smoke monsters or Exactly. No, I hope not. That would be... I would yeah. run fast. But I think if anywhere else, um, I'd want to go to Italy, somewhere in Italy. That'd be cool. That's like my other favorite place in the world. So... Go got back like a there. big bowl of marinara sauce and yes. good wine. Yeah, you some have to wine, run through some marinara. cheese. <laughs> You're crawling through oh, instead man. of mud. It's it's uh, mozzarella. You could melted. run through the Coliseum. So I don't know if people Boston. are actually really allowed through there, but that would be that would be super cool. A lot of history. They did that in Jumper. Well, yeah, but they because they could like teleport. Yeah. So. I don't can think I can do that. Not yet. No? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll let She's you know. Still working on that. I'll let you know. Trying. You guys should do a Spartan race. Yeah, I, I I think about it, and like I almost signed up for, I don't know, five k or something. Roommate of mine was doing Huntington yeah, Beach at Christmas I'll do one time. with you. But I, I asked her, I was like, well, how much? How much is it? She's like, well, it's fifty bucks, but you get a t-shirt. Mm, They're a little pricey. Do I want to pay fifty dollars to go to first off Huntington Beach to run? I'm gonna pass. Yeah. I yeah. think I ran around Ville Park instead. For free. Yeah. That's a real Spartan race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's our our, our alma mater people. Uh, oh, no, they're good. You should try one, Sean. I might. So that uh, you said in just over a month you have Big Bear. Yeah. But that's just a, tra- a practice? I'm doing a trail run. So Spartan race, they have trail runs too. Like they have the obstacle course races, which is what I did in January. And then they've got trail runs. So this is a 10K. Okay. Um, and it's high elevation, so I'm a little nervous about that. But um, Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. So I'm training. I actually just joined a Spartan training program. We meet every Saturday morning. Um, we do different hikes. Um, 
at Chino Hills Park, um, around here, Peters Canyon. Sean and I just hiked Peters Canyon we a couple did. weekends ago. It was My beautiful. That was like a beautiful day. That was like the best day in a while. It was pretty solid. Out. It, was it was awesome. A really cool yeah, hike. I'm definitely going to do that again. I know. Every day. Rain today. Yeah. It's almost over though. I think it's coming back in like two days, isn't it? Probably, no? but I'm saying I, he I means as like a whole. Oh. March 21st. That's probably the end of winter, right? Yep. We're gonna move it's into a nice officially spring. start that day. We uh, set the clocks uh, forward. Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep. Sunday. That'll be exciting. I'm excited for that. Means it'll <laughs> not be a. Well, it's already basically started, but like 5:50 now is sunset. Yeah. The I worst. Get home at six so it'll be like. Dark. Seven o'clock is sunset yeah. now. When it first starts, like right when you change the clock, it's pitch black. When you wake up at six, and then it, it's pitch black at five or like four forty. It's like, well, what are I we know, doing? It's crazy. Like, can we just send all of that go out? Like, let's just trade that in for real days because. <laughs> Much move to Alaska or something. Four. Okay, well, they have like three months of darkness, Andy. and then move to a different. Ooh, what was that vampire movie in Alaska where yeah. it's like two weeks With of Josh Hartnett. dark? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I saw the fourth. They color. only come out in like that week or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, any uh, any th- messages you want to uh, get across that you already haven't? Um, messages. I think something I struggle with is feeling like I can never make that big of a difference. Kind of like we talked about earlier. Or like, I don't mean to knock it down. To anyone who's hoping or wanting to go out there and make a difference when I when I said what I said. No, I get it. I don't think you are. Okay. I'm just saying for those of you that might feel that way, even me being in the position of trying to do something, put those doubts aside. Because if everyone has that mentality and no one does anything and we all look away, then nothing will ever change. And so sounds cliche, but keep going. Don't give up. Also take breaks. Be easy on yourself. You're human rest um and think about yourself not just as an individual but as a global citizen and i know that sounds kind of cheesy but we all have a responsibility as individuals and as people to be in charge of our actions and to think bigger than what's happening right in front of us and if everyone could do that i think a lot of things could at least be mitigated for or slowed and a lot of good could happen so my message is care. If you don't know what you should care about, then it's hard to care about it. So read, get involved, get aware, and don't look away. And do what you can where you are. You don't have to do anything crazy huge. Just find out small steps you can take and start making them. Oh, respect. I like that. I think anyone can uh, get behind that and uh, rally with that. Uh, Andy, I will uh, leave the floor for you if you have any of your one last things. Yeah, do you have you have more for us with this... Uh... Your uh, training, you're currently training people. Yeah. I know I attended one of your classes one time. You did, didn't you, Andy? I did, even though I'm, I'm in no position. That so was a while ago, huh? I went to that one. Yeah. Right? That was a while ago. Shauna. Was that my outdoor one? I did. I almost passed out. Was that the outdoor one? Yeah. yeah. Was, was out, oh, out so that was a fundraiser one. I remember it. It was the World Cup, and I was up early to watch the World Cup. Was it during the World Cup? It was that long ago? So we we watched a game, and then... um, I remember this. Your brother made like four pounds of hash browns at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. After we had 
So I think it was before he made them. They're like, we probably shouldn't eat all this food. I was going to say, you're going to throw up. And then I, I had two mimosas. And oh, then... <laughs> gross, Andy. Ugh, that's the worst. Yeah, uh, yeah. you want to give a, a shout-out to where people can train with you? Yeah. So right now I'm training at Axioms Fitness um, in Anaheim. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, if you contact me through BritFit, I can give you – or actually you can just DM me. Um, on my Instagram, Brittany Ray, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-I-R-A-E. Yeah, um, make sure it's not your normal Brittany spelling. It's no, a very it's cool not. way to spell Brittany. We tagged Thanks, her on Sean. a Tony's.Take Instagram story. Uh, and if you're listening to this after 24 hours, we always put those in uh, the in-studio little uh, folder, if you will, on the top of the Tony's.Take Instagram. Yeah, so you can contact me for training, for nutritional help. Um, if you want to get involved in some of the conservation stuff I'm doing, it's all there. Um, I love kicking people's butts. So if you need a good butt kicking and... Um, Bowser, are you listening? <laughs> you want to learn more? Um, let me know. And part of BritFit is also hoping to inspire other people to... Do what they love, get excited about it, and to break away from kind of the common route of feeling like you got to take one route to be successful. And there's many ways. Not any of them are easy. But BritFit's just about owning who you are and making it work and trying to make a little difference while you're at it. Yeah. Bingo. I love it. Uh, it's funny, actually. Bowser is like uh, flinching as if he's having a bad dream. I think you're, you're kicking his butt in his dream. Uh-oh, he's doing burpees right now. Uh, Doggy yeah. burpees. Uh, before we sign off, this whole uh, podcast is brought to you by Simple Dog. It's the leash that is uh, quicker and easier, and it works for the dog's current harness or collar. For a limited time, the Tony Steak listener, that's you guys, get 25% off and free shipping if you use promo code... Tony. That's T-O-N-Y. <laughs> uh these guys are great. It's awesome. Uh, there's no clips involved. It's literally a slide the thing through the dog leash or through their co- uh, their collar and right back off. It's it's spectacular. So head to simpledoggy.com. Use promo code Tony for 25% off with free shipping. It's the dog leash you guys have been waiting for. But all right. Well, it's been a, a hell of a good happy hour pod, Britt. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, we definitely want to have you back whenever you want, maybe yes. after one of these Spartan races or something. Yeah, and when I go up there Monday and get – kind of this project going we'll come back and we'll blast that out because that's going to be cool spectacular well you've been listening to uh episode 100 104 Woo! of the tony steak podcast i'm sean joined with me we had off-road full of energy andy bye is that is that a criticism of me never okay thank you i'm sean like i said and we've been joined with a very special guest Brittany ray of brit fit why you should care dot why sh- i'm sorry i do that oh my every Lanta. time why, why should, should you, care, you dot org why should you care dot org subscribe let's talk there it is all right Britt. well thank you for coming in <laughs> thank you guys we'll thanks see- for listening we'll see you later bye